This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. December 5th, Monday. Gather around bed three, Dr. Tyson said. Move some flowers if you have to. I've previously wondered about the faces of the eager young doctors on their rounds to discuss the more obscure cases. I've even been perversely flattered to be one of the hospital's more provocative patients. But I confess, under the gaze of so many white, lab-coated people, I feel a bit like a frog on a high school science table. A very pregnant frog. Patient is a 29-year-old female brought to Brady approximately six months ago with a traumatic brain injury received in a car collision. The patient is approximately 28 weeks pregnant. She underwent two surgeries to relieve pressure on her brain, but remained in a coma until last Wednesday. Questions? Statler, go. How is Coma Girl's baby? Dr. Tyson frowned. Please don't refer to the patient as Coma Girl. Why not? She's famous. Dr. Tyson frowned harder. For one thing, as I said... She's no longer in a coma, and as far as we can tell, the baby is normal. Quan, do you have a question? Is Coma Girl's baby a girl or a boy? Dr. Tyson pursed her lips. Not that it's particularly relevant, but it's a girl. A few awes sounded. If she's no longer in a coma, why is she back in the coma ward? Quan asked. Back with my previous roommates, Karen Sue and Chandra Taylor. For the record, it's called the long-term care ward, Tyson said. And for the next phase of her care, I thought it would be better to keep her with nurses who are familiar with her circumstances. Goldberg, why is a security guard posted outside the door? Dr. Tyson looked irritated. As Statler alluded, there's intense media curiosity about the patient's condition. For that reason, the family has requested limited access to the patient. Phillips. Coma Girl's sister was arrested. Turns out she's a drug dealer and she was driving the night of the accident, not Coma Girl. Dr. Tyson arched an eyebrow. Was there a medical question in there somewhere? No, just FYI. It's lit. Lit? A few titters sounded. Lit up on social media, Quan offered weakly to back up Phillips. Dr. Tyson turned a lethal glare on the young doctors. If the next question isn't a legitimate medical question, you can all find somewhere else to do your residencies. Tosco, go. Um, how are the patient's cognitive abilities? The patient is communicating yes and no through eye blinks and appears to recognize family and friends. She looked down at me. Hello, Marigold. Am I Dr. Jarvis? I blink once. Good. Am I Dr. Phillips? I blink once. Good. And thank God, she added to the chagrin of Phillips. Laughter chorused through the group. Am I Dr. Tyson? I blink twice. Very good, Marigold. Thank you. She looked back to her audience. She can also identify common objects, colors, and shapes. What else would you test, Quan? The patient's senses. Good. Her senses have been tested and are functioning well. Goldberg, go. How is the patient's mobility? 
There's no paralysis, but her mobility is limited to moving fingers and toes, and she can turn her head a few degrees. What do you suggest? Physical therapy, neuromuscular electrical stimulation, massage, acupuncture. Good. Dr. Jarvis is utilizing all those methods. Gainer? Is Coma Girl, uh, the patient, able to speak? Not yet, but we're not pushing her until we remove the feeding tube, which should be soon. Phillips? She gave him a warning look. Why did she wake up after six months? Dr. Tyson took her time responding. Clinically, I would say the pressure in her brain was relieved after the second surgery to remove blood debris. But in truth, we don't know exactly why she woke up. You're bound to encounter situations in your medical training that defy clinical explanation. How are we supposed to handle something like that? Quan asked. With humility and appreciation, she said, her voice earnest. Let's move on. As the group left, I tried to get a peek into the hallway through the opening and closing door, a glimpse into the world outside my room, the world that according to Phillips, was abuzz with my family scandal. I dearly wish someone would put a television or radio in the ward, but I fear the reason no one has is to protect me from what's being said about me and my family. I'm worried sick thinking about the tell-all manuscript my dotty therapy-writing teacher unwittingly gave to my volunteer poet, whom I suspect has been leaking photos of me to TMZ. Now would be the perfect time to reveal dark details about how I felt about my dysfunctional family. And since the volunteer hasn't been back, I suspect he cashed in on a big payday and made a hasty retreat. My intestines are in a knot because over the past six months, I've come to realize the way each of my family members treated me had little or nothing to do with me and everything to do with secrets they each harbored. If I could, I'd set fire to the manuscript. But of course I can't. And even if I could talk, I can't reveal its existence without causing more grief. Hi, this is Stephanie Bond, author of the Coma Girl Daily Podcast. Every day in the show notes, I post a question about the podcast to get listeners thinking and talking. Check out today's question, then share your answer with the Facebook group of Coma Girl fans. The link is also in the show notes. Thanks for listening.